welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Bad Batch. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my one co-host today, Ed. Hello, hello. How's it going? Not too bad. I'm doing all right. And uh, what are we covering today, my friend? Today's discussion, we are going over the events of the Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 5, Entombed. Entombed. Now we're going to talk about what happened in the episode. We're going to talk about what may happen for the future of this series, really. Oh, yes. And if we found any Easter eggs, we're going to mention all of those. If we fail to mention any of them, then please let us know. Like, there are tons of ways of doing so. That If you've seen something or if it's like, hey, that's not right, we are going to correct you. Feel free. Um, you can contact us through website merch shop dan let them know there's a yeah, ton of ways we got a lot of things so you can find us over at voice of the force.com uh that's where our episode posts are going to be you get to see the episode art on there as well uh we do episode art for every single episode we do and you can also find our shop there which is shop.voiceoftheforce.com if you just want to go right to the shop you can buy merchandise there to support the podcast all the funds go towards upgrading our gear and you can also email us at con oh i was gonna say contact yeah Connect, Connect <laughs> at voiceoftheforce.com. And if you send us an email, we'll read it up on the uh, episode. And just like we did with Rural Farm Boy when he contacted us through the Contact Us page on our website. And on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at voiceforcepod. Any retweeting of our posts or reposting on Instagram or our stories or sharing those things with our new episodes does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. I can't emphasize that enough. The more you share with friends and family that love Star Wars and want to learn about it and want to hear about it, it does help. It, it grows the listener base, brings people in, people who want to comment on stuff, send in feedback. It's fantastic. You can also listen, rate, review, or follow, or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you review us with a five-star and a comment on any of those platforms, it does help with people finding the podcast. And is very much appreciated as well. Remember to subscribe or follow for free if you like it. For the latest episode, download it to your device as soon as it releases. Alright. With that being said, I'm going to get into the spoiler warning. So you're going to hear the Imperial Siren starting now. And this is your spoiler warning for this episode. If you have not seen Season 2, Episode 5, Entombed, and you wanted to see it and don't want to get spoiled on stuff, now is the time to pause the podcast and then come back to it after you've listened to it. Otherwise, you're going to have full spoilers today. All right, Ed. You ready to jump into this one? Let's do it. I was right. This is a compass. One from long before our time. These coordinates are in the Kaldar Trinary System. I have no record of that system. Because the best treasures usually aren't found on maps. There's treasure there? Without a doubt. So this episode starts off interesting with uh, Wrecker and Omega searching in a junkyard for some extra parts. And uh, Wrecker finds like a small compressor thing that he finds. And Omega finds something in, like, the cockpit of a ship, like, a abandoned ship on this planet. And it's, like, a little uh, circular, almost like a, it looks like a magnifying glass, if you're, like, a magnifying glass yeah, to kind of flip out. Yeah, a few things there. It yeah. was, like, a little, like, coins, rattler thing. random things. Yeah. yeah, something that looked like, you know, maracas. Exactly. Almost. 
And it's just like, okay, well, there's some things in there that I guess they needed, or I, the, the compressor at least, maybe. And so they come back to um, the uh, the diner, I guess, or the, the bar or the pub. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, and essentially, uh, Fee is there, and she's like, okay, cool stuff. And everyone's like, okay, you got a nice small compressor or whatever. She sees what Omega has in her hands, and it's a little uh, compass thing. And she's like, oh, what is that? And looks in it, and it's a compass. She has her droid. I don't remember the designation of the droid, do you? It's Mel. The droid's name is Some, Mel 222 yeah. or 221, I guess. There it is. All right. So Mel is just like this like almost gonk style droid. Yeah. Um, like maybe like a precursor to the gonk, maybe. Um, it puts a, it scans the little glass part of it, I guess. And it's like, oh, that's a map to the Kaldar Trini- uh, Trinary system. Yeah, it gave them coordinates yeah. at that point from there. And so then she talks about that there's this like long lost treasure in the mountain that they need to go find and uh everyone's kind of like well we don't really want to do that we're kind of just chilling right now and they're like well we are just chilling so maybe this could be an adventure to give us something to do maybe we'll find some thing we can sell and get some money for it and you know not have to do another job for a while and so they talk about the blade of Zaktapar, and uh there's like a story behind that that fee kind of goes into just kind of like oh this is what i did this one time yeah, she's up to this point. She's just been telling stories, like when they come back from the. Oh yeah, the with uh, with the Thorian and the Weekway. Yeah. yeah, I love she's that got part. Them I forgot. And there's like, and and what? It's happened like it's next? like she's... Captain Jack Sparrow telling stories to people. It's like she's going on every sort of tangent, every sort of elaboration she can do, just to make it seem she's more got interesting. A story for everything, yeah. and to the point where it's just like, have you not heard of Captain Jack Sparrow? Like it. She does it to the point where it's almost like you question how believable it is. Yeah. So when they're like, come on, let's go. Let's go find this thing. That's when the hunter's just like, I don't believe. Yeah. He's like, I have a bad feeling about this. (laughs) So they get to this planet and they land a little bit farther outside the mountain and uh, they get up to the mountain and they, I guess the compass is beeping, isn't it? It's uh, beeping as they're getting closer to where they need to go. It's yeah, it's yeah. giving off something, and so that's when they hit what the the side of the, the mountain yeah the side of the mountain where it's like all caved in. So they're starting to pull stones from it, and then Wrecker pulls one, and then all the stones fall, and they go into this like little chamber, right? And uh, he's like, "Okay, Mel, stay outside because we're gonna need you just in case." So they go into this chamber, and there's like these little um, rods, I guess, that like uh, stone rods that you can push, and it kind of rotates the chamber a little bit. So they start doing it, and then a rock falls as like a booby trap, and then um, I think it's um, um, Omega opens up the compass and looks through it and sees that there's like lines that are highlighted. So it's like the the compass has like a little lens that you can see through to see these yeah. you know UV lights, I guess, or whatever, right? And uh, so she does that, and they line up all the symbols, and then it opens the door. And at uh, this point, if anybody's played uh, Jedi Academy. Okay. Or if you've watched Jupiter's Legacy or anything, I was getting so many vibes from oh, there yeah? because okay. in the beginning you're training with Luke and all that, and he's running you through stuff, or Kyle Katarn, sorry. And it's just like, oh, okay, you have to use your four sense to figure out how to move panels and do these things in this room because you're sealed in this room. Yeah. And you got to get up to a point, and it's just like, oh, what do you do? For use force, pull on that because your force. Is sense it similar to like see the, if you combine this task with like the task from Obi Wan being undercover in the Clone Wars, like it's that kind of cube thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, okay. And 
and what was what really called it back was the fact that like as soon as you, the purple kind of color from the compass because whenever you used force sense that's the like the color it would be in the oh okay the blue on the screen like yeah. that kind of purplish sort of thing so it, it later on in the episode i started having theories of what this place was yeah but it was it's interesting it was interesting and i liked how they had like a little puzzle right like and then he's like yep that's part of the adventure we're having fun to the next one so they get to a point where they're kind of walking down um some walkways and then they see some things when they go down and then someone hits something and a door falls between them and they have to split up um and so that's because they were being tracked the whole time by this this interesting like wolf lizard yeah i don't even know what that was because i don't think we get a specific name set at all it's like like the protector i guess of this like tomb yeah um or the mountain and so So they start firing they shoot at that thing not that's right yeah yeah and then they get separated they have to go two separate ways and they'll find the way around and so one team has the compass and one team doesn't so they just kind of have to follow along and see where they get to and uh we get split up between hunter B and Omega, and then we have Tech, Echo, Echo. and um, Wrecker. Wrecker. So as we go through, we see um, Omega, Hunter, and Fee get to a point where there's um, it's like a weird, like rotated path kind of thing. And so Hunter's cylindrical path. Yeah, and so Hunter starts walking down it and is like, hmm, you know, like just you know taking it slow and stuff. And then Fee and Omega are staying back. And he starts walking down, and then the floor gives out. He throws his grapple hook up, and then they pull him up. And he's like, this is ridiculous. What are we doing here? And Omega sees the compass and looks at the wall, and there's like a little hole in the wall, like a little divot, I guess. And she puts it in there, and it goes in. She rotates it, and the whole path rotates upside down. So then the path lights up with the compass's energy, and they're able to get through. Um, and then after that, you see... I, I can't remember exactly how the other team gets with them. I don't think... They, they encounter the lizard again, and then, like, Riker beats the crap out of it with his fists. Um, yeah. Because it tries so to grab him up, and pull him up, right? Yeah. They get up to this, the next stop, pretty much, which is a do- which is this weird door-looking yeah. thing. While they're trying to figure out what's going on with it, they're wondering where the next team is, and they conveniently come out as a side path that's right there. Yeah, it's right next to them. Um, and then they also talk, like, if he also, this whole time, is talking about, like, the heart of the mountain is what they're trying to get. That's the treasure here. Um, and so as we do that, um, we get to the part in which... Um, they She shows uh, them how to open the door because it's just like sometimes a door is just a door. Oh, yeah. And sorry. And she puts yes. the latch open. Yeah. So, yeah, the part where they get to like this, like, it's almost like a blast, like a vault door. It's a really big vault yeah. door. So she like pulls a piece out and then shoves it back in and then it starts rotating and then it slides out of the way. Um, so after that, they get into this like weird, like almost uh um, mausoleum looking look, yeah thing. like very similar to some stuff that we've seen in some other media that we'll go over in a minute but it's very like intricately designed and there's things in it and it looks more mechanical in nature relic than like the mountain like we've been seeing like the stones and stuff like that so they're walking through it and whatnot they're sliding down some spots and they see the heart of the mountain so fee goes down turns it and pulls it up and as you see it's like a rectangular prism almost and it's got like this blue sheen to it with like purple and white and like different little sparkles and things in it as they move. And as she removes it, a massive beam flies out outside of the uh, mountain through the, the rocks into the sky. 
And as we see, something massive starts to come out of the, the rock and the rubble. And if you've ever played Horizon Zero Dawn, it very much looks like the tall necks from that game. Um, if you've ever played that, it's like the big giraffe almost looking uh, metal machines. It's like a tall neck mixed with a geth. Yeah, exactly. So as this happens, it starts to stand up and start walking. And everybody in the uh, actual machine now is like falling and all this stuff and trying to get their, their bearings and things like that. And it's starting to move and everything. And uh, it starts shooting a beam out of its like neck down to the ground and starts tearing up all of the uh incinerating the it's place. just destroying everything and the only thing that's outside is mel, mel and the marauder and so they're like oh crap they're looking out the window and saying this big beam of light start to go through and they're like it's you know going down and seeing the marauder and trying to destroy the marauder and just wrecking havoc so they need to shut this thing down and to do that they need to put the piece back into where uh feed took it out so as this happens they uh, have the big lizard thing come in and it's starting to attack them and stuff. And he's like, okay, you guys deal with this. I'm going to go deal with the, the piece. It fell down. So she goes down, tries to grab it. It falls down again. She grabs it finally, but then the machine takes a step and she starts to fall backwards and tumbles right out. As she falls down, she's grabbing on. She's about to fall. And then um, Hunter comes down and grabs her, brings her back up. And uh, then she gets to go to the point where she gets to put it back in and it's really like cumbersome to do so it's moving around and stuff like that so it's not super easy but it's just millimeters away from shooting down the ship and it destroys mel the droid they don't yeah. even, they don't know that at the moment and they're like come on you gotta do it it's like five four three two and then she puts it in the last second and then it just shuts down and it starts to fall forward so everybody starts to tumble in it everybody starts to go around and move and then they say, hold on to stuff. Everybody's fine at the end. They leave the heart of the mountain there and head back oh, to the yeah, monitor. Yeah, it melts as, yeah. They, as they plug it in. So. Yeah, no, it, yeah, the whole, oh yeah, the heart of the mountain. Yeah, they can't take it out anymore. So like it just it just melts into the, turns into like a liquid almost, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Fee's screaming the whole time. She's like, do you know how much this thing is worth? We can't just put it back. Yeah. The other thing too is it's, it, it, it starts a self-destruct mechanism. So they have to get the hell out of there. Yeah. And basically it, it explodes, right? So they get on the ship and they're like, yeah, let's not do that ever again. And she's like, well, we're going to go to the kingdom of Elways because let me tell you, there's a chalice there that we need to go find. And this King Arthur legend now. Yeah, exactly. The Holy Grail. So we get some really interesting stuff in this episode, but uh, it's more of like an episodic episode like we've had before up to this point for season two. And uh, let's jump into the discussion. Ed, what did you think of this episode? So first time watching it. I was really, really not happy because I was just... How many times did you watch me. this episode? Twice. Oh, okay. Is yeah, that a it, normal it thing for me. you? Like you watch all episodes twice? I like to okay. because the first one is me watching as a fan and the second one I watch for the, the, for the podcast. Yeah. Right? And the first, so the first time I'm watching, I'm just like, oh my God, like we're doing this again this week. I was so hyped to thinking that like, okay, all that filler is gone. I don't know why we started with filler, but like, okay we're getting into the real meat and potatoes of this season now. And we haven't quite hit there. So it's another week gone and another week, another few days of waiting just to be like, okay, well, let's see what the next one will bring. But there are 16 episodes in this series and we're on episode five and we haven't established stuff yet. Because remember when we establish, okay, here's the problem. Here's our plan. Plan ultimately doesn't go right because when does it ever Here's what we have to do to get out of it. And then here's the, you know, here's the 
denouement almost worse. It's like we got a cool down phase now leading into the potentially next season, or we just ended off on a cliffhanger to put yeah. you right into the next season. So like, what's it going to be? And the whole time I'm just like, okay, that's another episode gone. So we have less time. Please don't rush it. The whole thing I'm thinking is like, if it's this one really quick thing, like, Oh, it's it's episodes 15 and 16 are going to be the biggest thing. And it's going to have the rise and the fall. It's like, come on, don't give me just two episodes of that. And the rest of the series or the rest of the season, just to be the quick thing. I don't want that. But this episode itself, while frustrating at times, I laughed the second time. Okay. Because I was just like, okay, so we're, I'm watching it now and I'm just trying to look for little things. And it's, it's, amusing me because i can just hear how much more rather than rolling my eyes i'm hearing how much uh fee her name is genoa yeah yeah how just how much she's talking throughout the whole episode and she's complete chatterbox oh whenever she reminds me of jack sparrow quite all like he tries to like talk about everything well i guess way out of everything too I talk his way out of things for sure, yes. But like when it comes up to stuff, like she's just like, let, let me tell you this story. story. Yeah, I'll tell you this story. And to, to the point where you could basically almost like a Lando, maybe more of a Lando. Yeah, like from because Solo, can, right? Yeah, it's not just because she's black. All right, no, 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 no. Just because no. he's always telling stories into his little but like calm thing. Right? He's always got a story to tell. She's always got a story to tell of the time of this and the time of that. The only difference is we we have media of Lando, be it comic books, anything. Else to back up these stories yeah like even so his, stuff he, like in rebels and stuff like that he's telling yeah, all that he, stuff both him and han do it so it's just like even with their outlandish stories they're believable and we have proof of them whereas yep. she's they're not as out she's way more outlandish than they are yeah she's she's basically the tomb raider like, of, of star wars so far that we've seen and it's just like we know little to nothing about you and you're spouting about all these crazy things yep what am i supposed to believe I don't. So I was I was on Hunter's side for a lot, just being like, just shut up. <laughs> You've gotten us from one danger into another danger into another danger. And the reason I brought up Jupiter's legacy was because as soon as they get into that little chamber and she pushes the thing and it seals, that's it's kind of reminiscent of what happened to the seven at that point, where it's just like, Oh, we're locked in here. Well, it's your fault. And they're yelling at each other. It's like, no, 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 we just gotta work together. So I can imagine them doing something similar. And they did. So it was just like, okay, I recognize that. But even the first time around, there were things where I was calling. I was like, okay, and this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, oh, no, the group's too big. What are we going to do here to make it more tense and seem, well, we got to split them up? How are we going to split them up? Well, they showed us that beast for a reason. And, oh, here it is. Yeah. And I like how Rekka was do? so scared of it, too. He's like, it's coming for me. It can smell oh, yeah. me. It's right. So it's just like, what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to blast the hell out of it because that'll work. No, you're inside a mountain. Yep. You start all this. What do you think is going to And the roof comes. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, they're going to get split up. But don't worry. The comms aren't completely out. But, you know, somehow this tunnel will lead right to them, even though, you know, they could have taken that tunnel in the first place. Or no, they just went through. No, it's somehow because they cut away from echo tech and wrecker for a long time so it's just like oh you know did they it was the leia thing where it's just like how did she make it to the the ship and the guy after um third sister did yeah kind of thing right it's just like oh they just made their way here like they didn't have to meander any way through doesn't matter in the grand scale of things clearly 
So I found that funny. Seeing the the heart of the mountain, because it kept going on, but I was just like, watch it just be one gigantic kyber crystal. Oh, look, it's one gigantic kyber Essentially, crystal. Essentially, yeah. Because yeah. we know what they're used for. It's I well, the funny thing is it couldn't it might not be because this was used to shut something down rather than to power something is what we usually see kyber crystals do. Yeah. Um, because it, again, as soon as you got it, that the tall neck had like this crazy like pseudo death star beam thing going on that's true which you know the death star was powered by kyber crystals so that's like and not it was one of the interesting things i found like with the this ancient civilization or whatever it was was able to harness this kind of power this insane power before the jedi they said too like it's yeah he said like this is like more ancient than the jedi themselves which which i laughed at a bit because it just reminds you of just like hey Tython was still a place, and there were the Jedi yeah. or whatever when the they Jedi, weren't using yeah. lightsabers per se. They were using like force swords, which were like just blades imbued with force power. Um, so, like so hearing, yeah. So, so seeing th- pretty much, pretty much, and seeing things like that, it was just like, okay, well, I'm glad that we're calling out this era that there was an era before all of this modern stuff. Clearly, and it's not old Republic like a thousand years ago. It's like before yeah before yeah. the great hyperspace wars and stuff like that and before just... what we know as civilization today I guess. exactly so it's seeing... even more long time ago in a galaxy far far away yeah, yeah but to see the extent of power that the thing had it was just like was this an old rakatan planet was it an old something well the rakatas went across the entire and they made destruction galaxy. like that could definitely be the case with this because they made right? items and relics and stuff that would destroy like entire civilizations because when the inside of that place lit up like it was something else yeah it it looked like what to us what would be like a spaceship right so it if it was that part alone was really interesting and i'd like them to go i'd like this to not be a one a one shot of something only because there's potential there Yep. There's a lot of potential to tell an early, early, early story if they want to call it something else. It's like the equivalent of what House of the Dragon is. Yeah, okay, thing, yeah, yeah. Right? Or it's just like if they wanted to do an Old Republic thing but go even further back to introduce something completely new and not have, like, lightsabers or anything like that. Sure, yep. cool. Here's your entry to it. Go for it. Show us how they built this thing. What was the civilization at the time? There's definitely how some much hints of the galaxy stuff that we're getting in this that it's like very different than what we've seen before. Like I guess the earliest thing we've seen is like the time, the world between worlds kind of stuff. I guess of, of just like and see that's the mystic the side. Yeah, of stuff. I think that's kind of where this is this, like the technology yeah, side. Yeah, this is where it differs, right? Like it's still ancient, yeah. but it's also not force related per se. But it is more just mechanical engineering at its, exactly. at its worst, I guess. So see those like that was the big highlight for me, just like that mention and seeing something from a time long, 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 long ago. Yeah. In a galaxy far, far away. This kind of makes your mind like, wonder a little bit. Exactly. So if that was the intent and purpose of this, which I don't think so, I'm giving it too much for that, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But regardless, like I I don't hate the episode. I just wish if you wanted to have this filler, it was somewhere between where you started the, the story set up for this thing. And maybe they needed an episode just to like, okay, well, we have things that we're just waiting. So, yeah. you know, at the end, they come back and they're like, hey, 
that thing we wanted came in, so we're ready to do it. Okay, cool. So you know the next episode we're going into yep. something in, and this was just like a something for them to do while waiting, and rather than an episode of them just sitting around. But we did not get that. So that's where my gripe comes in. It's not so it's much a busy a, episode. This episode is crud, blah, blah, blah. It's just there. It's if it happened at a different spot with a different kind of ending and intro into it. I'll tell you because right now. It could, it could show us why they needed the capacitor and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Not yeah. just they were randomly looking for random loot. I'll tell you right now. With, if this was season eight of the Clone Wars, if that were existed, I would be a little like, okay, like we need to get moving on something here. Yeah. But since it's the Bad Batch and it's like this offshoot series that can kind of take freedoms in what it wants to do. Like I'm, I'm really happy that it's taking these sidesteps into stuff that we don't really have any excuse looking at because... No force user will be willing or wanting to look at any sort of war machine like that. There's no reason for that. No. Let alone knowing about it, right? So I think it's interesting to kind of go into these areas with this crew that's kind of like a ragtag group of just mercenaries, I guess, right? People for hire to do odd jobs and be able to see different parts of the galaxy and what's going on with the Empire and what's been left behind and that people can scavenge or use or whatever it is, right? I think that's I think the this, best thing about it. If it didn't get cancelled, this would have been an interesting thing for like the Rangers of the Republic to have to deal with in the future. Yeah, being like this thing's yeah. activated and then like yeah. it's like walking around, they're like, oh shit, it has wings, it can fly or something, you know. Because they, they can fly now? <laughs> seeing something like this in live action would be really interesting as well. I would be so. down for that. I would love yeah. to see this in live action. This kind because of at that point you really could make it look like Horizon, because that game was already I mean, we could be bleeding really into that listen. soon from what I'm going to tell you, Renee, if you uh, want me to show you kind of what I was oh, no. finding oh, on this. No. I, th- at this point, these are these are the emotions I want watching the show right now because if it pisses me off this much to be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, you're just making me crave it now. At yeah. This point. yeah. So yeah. when we can finally sink our teeth into the season, I'll be like, was the wait worth it or was it not? Yeah. Because so far it's been what, no, mediocre or kind of like just under mediocre for you? Uh, no, it's above mediocre still. Oh, like okay. it's, it's, it's like it's, it's interesting. It's There's things that are happening. You're like, oh, this it's is hovering new... around the five point five range right now. Oh, okay, okay. Good things have happened. It's in the six point five range. Interesting things for have me. happened. We've gotten character exposition that was desperately needed. Yeah, we got tech. We know the tech that likes to have fun, kind of. Yeah, a little bit more on. Because uh, <laughs> we want to see him stuff. back in a yeah, we want to see him back in a racer. That was kind of fun, but um. Again, see, even though that episode was fun, it was fun, and it, it it was a nostalgic throwback. Yeah. Whereas this was just like Easter egg to other yeah. media kind of thing. Do you right? want me to Where show you what like... I'm talking about with the media, the media, the Easter egg here, maybe? Oh well, yeah, you mentioned that because yeah, yeah. So I don't know what you were referring. We've to. all played through Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Right, and so I can't take credit for this because I was watching through some videos on YouTube and. I knew I, I, I recognized the technology from somewhere and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I watched it one of the tombs. Yeah. So Star Wars Explained talked about this. And so it's the Zepho. If you remember when we're mm-hmm. going through Jedi Fallen Order, we find all these like little like logs of the professor who yeah, is like the Jedi professor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cordova. And he's looking into the Zephos or Zephonians, I guess is what they're called. And uh, I'll show you a picture, Ed. I'll put all these pictures on the website as well. Just so because, then you guys can see them. Yeah, because when they walked into that same room and it closed, I'm like, okay, cool. Is this an elevator? So this is and, what they look like. Yeah. Right? And so they kind of look like uh, 
I don't know how you describe that. It looks like a Duros, I guess, with like almost human colored skin. And then it's got like um like like a palette, I guess, on like it, almost like if you had like a, a hat a hat on, but it got squished out. Like it looks almost like a mushroom head a little bit, I guess. Mm. Um and so if you look at the mech, it kind of has that shape to it. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the um, the beam it shoots as well, it's very similar to these guys. The, the guardians. The when guardians. They fire if you look at their heads, the they got the similar shape to them. And then I'll show you a video here. It's not it got sound, but you see the be- the beam, circular chest piece, blue beam that's kind of not fully stable, and it shoots it from its chest. Yeah. So like, and it shoots like little energy balls and stuff as well. But it's got the beam, which is uh, very similar to like this this. Um, giraffe kind of machine thing that we see so i thought that was very interesting and uh oh did it, did i show you those or was it not showing those didn't but i could see them just from just from having played it i knew yeah. exactly what you were talking about i'll show you i'll show you the droid just one more time here there's the but because uh, they, it was such a massive scale that even if it was firing the same kind of projectile like it would look more solid just because there was so much more of it yeah exactly right? And it looks like rather than just being blasted out, it was concentrated first and then fired yeah. Kamehameha at that point, right? And if you also look at uh, this image, you'll see like the beam looks very similar. Yeah, right? exactly. It's very unstable looking. It has similar energy to it. Even the, the armor on it looks like that. It's got that like weird, like smooth, not angular, but very like uh, ovular shape, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, very smooth armor look to it, so... But if see with that being the case, that's what I'm saying. Like it'd be a really interesting thing to see, like if there was gonna be something in this in this season that would tie it somehow or have some kind of calls into uh, Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Be it because because from what I understand, that game's open worldish to a certain point. So if we run across cross paths with a Bad Batch, something Omega, whatever it may be. Yeah. You know, if there's going to be some kind of... We've already... That'd be really interesting if we got Saul that in Jedi Survivor. Right? If we've we get, like, a cross Saul. path with that, or even, like, Sid. So, I can imagine at some point, you know, Grease knows Sid or something like that. Yeah. Based on everything Sid's been saying so far and what she's kind of used to deal in. We know uh, Grease was a big gambler. That would be a lot farther in the that. future, too, right? Because if we go into, like, Jedi Survivor... Um, it takes place way in the future from where we are in the Bad Batch right now because we're right at the Bad tail Batch end of year one. Yeah, right? not yeah, it's like year zero. Like we're still within the first year of the Order sixty six happening, right? We're like whereas, eight months out, nine months out yeah. of that. Whereas this is going to be what year ten or something like that. Yeah, like we're we're pretty far out because we've uh, you kill some Inquisitors and you've raided Inquisitorius and. You are now working with the like working against the fifth brother. It looks like in the next game, possibly. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, I guess, with that game. But there is there is uh, rumors thrown around that uh, Dominic Monaghan might be cast in a live action Jedi Fallen Survivor type TV series. I w- see. That would be interesting. I'd be down it, for that. It'd be interesting because they switching up the medium. Studios have done this before. Yeah. I'm going to throw everybody back for a second. We're going to look back at Far Cry 3. When, they made a uh, show of that? Michael, um, Michael Mando. You'll, rec- you'll remember him from Better Call Saul yeah. and um, Breaking Bad and stuff like that. He was Voss Montenegro. Yeah, okay. And they did like 
a mini series with McLovin. Oh, really? Yeah, it's on it's on YouTube. You can find it. Is it There's, good? It's hilarious. Oh, okay. Because it's like a prequel to the game. Little short series that leads into Far Cry 3. That's fun. And you can actually there's an Easter egg in the game where you can find uh I'm sorry, I can't remember the actor's name, but you can find McLovin on a beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, so, hey man, how's it going? Not really. No, he's but you, you'll see. You'll see what I mean if you watch yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But it was so well done, and there were like little shorts, like twenty minutes here, half an hour there. You can watch the full thing. I think the full thing is like forty minutes or something like oh, okay. that. Okay, so it's not too long. It's but like an episode. If they do something like that, it just adds a lot more to the game when it comes. Yeah, out. and I would rather they go from game to live action than game to comic. So you've yeah. seen that transition to comic, and the reliability of the comics canon. It being overwritten with a lot of stuff, even books, right? Books have been overwritten, and we're getting a Jedi Survivor book. So I would rather go to live action because live action is like solid canon, and nothing touches that. It's, as far well, as we know, it's harder to retcon that because yeah, you, can. you can just pull up a clip from anywhere versus yeah. pretending to just burn a book. Here's and pretend a that it passage from the book, Ahsoka, versus here's the end of season seven, yeah. right? Um, you know, I actually like the the retcon of that one though. Good in the in the season seven of Clone Wars, I think it was a lot more emotional. Oh, watching it? Yeah, like losing the lightsaber and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, any other thoughts on The Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 5, Entombed? Well, I hope this wasn't what the build-up for... God, fee-fi, fo-fum. Um, <laughs> fee-fi, For her, fun. because I don't want it to be like, oh, she was introduced early as Pirate, and Treasure Hunter is here now, and that's it. I looked like on the that... wiki, and she is still technically a pirate. Just I see like, her more as like a Tomb Raider type character from what we've seen so far. Maybe this is just like a side gig for her, maybe. You maybe, know? but like I, I don't want this to be the be all and end all for her for the rest of the season or series. Like this is because, it? You mean like you want to see more yeah, of her? Like, yeah, here's okay. her big episode and now we don't have to worry about her. I think like, she's no, going to come back in as that like would a, cheapen uh, an the character as, as into like this is your, your one thing and yeah. this is the one thing you do. Like we already have the Bad Batch for that. They each have their thing. Yeah. You don't need every character to have their thing. thing like, yeah. make them new on- Omega's going to be nuanced. We know that. We know um, Sid has a gambling problem. Sid has her things going on. <laughs> we know that. Like all- The only singular characters in what they do should be the batch so that when they work together, it comes through as a whole yeah. unit doing a thing. Like we see it from... The- that's why we can see the differences between them and what a day in the life of Crosshair looks like. Right? Yeah, completely so, different. That's that's one of the things where it's just like everybody needs to have some nuance please don't make this pirate just oh, i'm just a one-stop here pony. And, yeah, one shot. and that's it like don't do that yeah one trick that's pony. all i want so one even, even if they're there to like show her piloting show her something show her like using these pirate skills yeah. as they are have her be a bit more things. like you know not like ventress specifically but like ventress has a lot of abilities and she goes through many different parts of her life and you see the yeah. differences like her piling you see her bounty hunting skills you, you see your sith skills you see a whole bunch of stuff right exactly. her night sister stuff like that's kind of the stuff where it's like you want to flesh out the character even more something like that like i'm not expecting her to be that important like a ventress well, gonna, to yeah, i don't think stuff. they're gonna bring wanda sykes like, in every week but yeah kind of like how Hondo wasn't a one-shot kind of guy either he like, had he a had lot of moments, things going on a lot of little had, small arcs he had things going on like something like the Hondo of this series. Yeah, and you, you know, know, I'm actually okay with that. Like, you know, Fee's got she's not like Hondo in a lot of respects, but she definitely tells a tall tale, like he does. Exactly. So, I think it'd be interesting to see Fee and Lando talk to each other. Oh God! The, I don't think he's. As much as I love Lando, point, right? 
As yeah, much that, as that would be a conversation. Out of that room, because I like, can't take this. That would be so funny. It'd be so good. They'd be like, "Let I'm me already... tell you of the story that I talked about yesterday." Because like Wanda Sykes, I love her, and her her comedy is fantastic. Oh yeah, Wanda Sykes is great. But like trying to separate her and the character. And yeah. Just, just the character. It's not Wanda. It's just like, goddamn, put them both in a room. And you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy it's D. Just like either I'm gonna. I'm be on the ground just rolling constantly or I'm just gonna be like please stop Shut the fuck up. stop yeah awesome but I'm glad out of all the all the actresses and voice actors they got from Wanda Sykes was perfect yeah so. I think she fits the character very well just that that sassy attitude and like kind of shoves it in Sid's face a little bit and she's like yeah this is you know I'm gonna put my feet up in your bar screw you <laughs> um, and he calls her out on her shit a little bit you know because it doesn't it's it, it's like how Bill Burr was in the Mandalorian. Like they bring in these yeah. people and it's just like, we don't want you to be too different from yourselves because we still want, you know, there's that, that air of these are just people in right. this galaxy. These are just people. They're just doing, so they're just like, trying to get by. You're doing a character, but keep it, keep it believable. Keep it human kind of thing. And that's Here's a question. coming across really well. Here's a random question. Do you think Honda went to high school? Or did he drop out? High school. He never went to school in the first. He got his education <laughs> on that ship. <laughs> he was kidnapped like uh, Star Lord. Became Probably. a pirate that way. I can see that. Fair enough. All right. I think that does it for this episode. Thank you, Ed. And uh, I think next episode we'll have everybody back on. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you for following along with the Bad Batch. And uh, this is episode five, Entombed. We really enjoyed this episode in terms of specific mysteries, I guess, and uh, characters coming back like we had for Fijanoa. But, Ed, we have talked about all we want to talk about. What if one of our listeners or many of our listeners have something to say about this episode or previous episodes or future episodes? How can they get in contact with us? There are many ways to do so, all of which you can find at our website, voiceoftheforce.com. I will plug the merch shop just in case because, you know, we'll let you say stuff, but you can buy some stuff too. It helps us. shop.voiceoftheforce.com. But to contact us, so if there are things that you'd like to say, if there's things that you feel like, oh, I didn't know that Easter egg, or tell me more about this, or on the next episode, talk more about this, uh, you can contact us at connect at voiceoftheforce.com. On social media, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Our handle is at VoiceForcePod. Anything you retweet or repost, anything about our new episodes or anything just to really help grow our listener base is so very much appreciated. Um, but you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave us a five-star review, we'll love you. And a comment helps with visibility. So like Dan said earlier, tell your friends. Tell your classmates, tell your coworkers, tell, tell your whoever. Dog. Tell your dog. Just stars. put it on for your I dog. Mean, let it let your dog listen. I'm sure they'll I mean, love it. Hey, some cat, your lizard. See, some pets know how to use tablets. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> your cat's like hitting the little like fishes on the screen. Crush the fish. Yeah, yeah. Catch that's good. Crush the book. But it does help with the visibility. So it'll be easier for the next person to find it. And the next person to find will have an easier time. And as it gives well. people the idea of what the podcast, what you enjoyed about it, right? When you leave your comment. If you do leave a comment or just the five stars, the comment helps because it, people are like, oh, they got like, you know, six five-star reviews. Why do they have six? What about it do people like? 
And we've had a few on um, different app stores. Like there's specific app stores for Apple. So you have the US, you have the Canadian one, and people have comments there. So if you live in any country and we're available, please do that. That'd be very helpful in any app that you have for podcast listening. So if you do, if you do enjoy it and you tell them, remember, you can tell your friends too. subscribe or follow for free. And as soon as we drop an episode, you'll be notified about it. It is fantastic. Thank you, Ed. And remember that one thing I did that one time and the next adventure that we're going on in about five minutes, we're going to go get that relic and we're going to sell it for a high price. Don't add, don't, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to do this. It's going to be different. Trust me this time. It's going to be special. Thank <laughs> you.